0: support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO,
1: you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com.
2: Hi there,
0: I'm Randa Adifataf from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED.
2: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Maddie Bolaños in San Francisco. Governor Gavin Newsom has announced the COVID 19 state of emergency will end this coming winter, nearly three years after the order first went into effect. KQED health correspondent Leslie McClurg has more. The state of emergency will end in February, hopefully, after any potential winter surge.
0: When the governor first called for a state of emergency back in March 2020, there were 53 confirmed cases in California. Today, the state has logged more than 10 million. The initial order allowed the state to waive regulations and redirect funds to make sure there was enough personal protective equipment and tests. But now hospitalizations and deaths are way down, and about 80% of Californians older than 12 are vaccinated. In the past three years, the governor has ordered 596 rules, including stay-at-home orders. For The California Report, I'm Leslie McClurg.
2: Now an update out of Los Angeles.
1: It's like ripping open a wound and the wound is deepening the longer that we don't have the resignations. What's holding us up, particularly in the 14th council district is we do not have a resignation. What I have to do is make sure that this council is not held hostage because two additional members refuse to resign. The more quickly we can get resolution with these resignations, the more quickly we can have these special elections so that we'll have representation.
2: That was Mitch O'Farrell, acting president of LA City Council. And if that didn't make it clear to council members Hill Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon that O'Farrell wants them to resign, maybe being banished to committee Siberia will. The pair have been stripped of their spots on several powerful committees and now sit on the Board of Referred Powers. Never heard of it? That's kind of the idea. O'Farrell wanted to remove them from all committees, but rules require sitting members to be on at least one. So Cedillo and De DeLeon now sit on a committee, the Board of Referred Powers, that hardly ever meets. In a press conference on Monday, O'Farrell repeatedly called for the two council members to give up their seats.
1: The only recourse is resignation or recall because I do not see the remaining two members who haven't resigned coming back to council with any level of credibility whatsoever.
2: Calls for the lawmakers to resign have become widespread after audio of them in a racist-laden conversation with former city council president Nuri Martinez became public. This year, California voters will take up two propositions that would legalize sports betting. One of them would expand gambling in tribal casinos, but opponents say if it passes, it could also put card rooms out of business and hit cities that rely on them for their bottom line. KCRW's Megan Jamerson reports.
0: Proposition 26 would make it legal to bet on sports, in person, at tribal casinos, and the state's four private racetracks. That has the potential to be a boon for local tribes, says Prop 26 spokesperson Kathy Fairbanks. She says just look at what tribes have done with casinos so far. They've built... Homes, they've built schools, they built health centers, they built fire stations. Several tribes are backing the prop, and Fairbanks says more revenue from expanded sports betting could go even further. It not only benefits tribes, but it will bring tens of millions of dollars to the state of California. Opponents of the measure are largely led by card rooms. They are a small but important group that has a lot at stake. And for them, it's not so much about the competition, but rather a legal provision in Prop 26. Juan Garza is the No on 26 campaign spokesperson, and he says that legal provision could leave card rooms vulnerable to civil lawsuits.
2: It's just like I think anybody in that position, they're scared you are scared of the possibilities.
0: And this is where things get complicated. The legal stuff is part of a long-standing disagreement in the gambling world over the differences between tribal casinos and card rooms. Take this demonstration of Pai Gao, a common table card game.
2: Shake the dice, please.
0: In a tribal casino, this game is played just like it is in Las Vegas, which means the casino is the bank, explains Michelle Fernandez. So anytime you're playing, you're competing against the casino directly and they pay you directly. Fernandez trains professional dealers to work in Los Angeles card rooms. And card rooms are not allowed to be the bank, so they hire third-party professionals to act as the bank at each table. No more bets. Oh my God. Tribal casinos say this isn't legal, and they've taken card rooms to court. But those lawsuits didn't go anywhere that could change with the new enforcement measure and Prop 26. And this is where things go beyond gambling operations. There are 78 cities in California that rely heavily on their local card rooms. These are cities where nearly half of their budget or more comes from card room taxes and fees. And they're worried about the long-term economic consequences if card rooms are hit with a slew of lawsuits. Take Hawaiian Gardens, the smallest city in Los Angeles, This county. Over 70% of its revenue comes from the city's local card room. You know, talk about all of your eggs being in one basket. That card room is the economic engine that makes our city run. Siobhan Moore Cage is the executive assistant to the mayor and city council of Hawaiian Gardens. She says that revenue pays for essential services. They fund, you know, fire, police department, you know all of these vital services that allows us to have a good quality of life. Both cities and cardrooms will be watching the outcome of Prop 26. The latest polling shows it only has a 31% approval rating. But this probably won't be the end of the sports betting debate. There's already talk of a proposition for 2024. For The California Report, I'm Megan Jamerson in Los Angeles.
2: This story is part of a project from the California Newsroom, a collaboration of California's public radio stations, NPR, and CalMatters. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, October 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors, like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2 advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org.
1: Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's hey, podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human centered journalism.